Hey, you guys, welcome back to Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. We are so excited today because we have our first guests with us on this podcast, mm-hmm. Rich and Laura mm-hmm. Sanford. Um, if you ha- if you haven't listened to our other podcast, we got to know them on Big Little Life with the Dashleys. So if you want to get to know Rich and Laura Sanford a little bit better, go listen to that podcast first. But for just really briefly, Rich is a practicing pastor and Laura, they both have five kids. And Laura, is, in addition to being a full-time mom, she is also homeschooling her five kids. And she runs a very, very successful food blog called Joy Food Sunshine. So we're excited to get their input on your guys' questions here on Taking oh, wait, Sides. Wait, this one, how long have you been married? Oh, 12 no. years. 12, 12 years. So... 12 their years. answers will be worth more to you than Dallin. And <laughs> so in addition to, yeah, in addition to, like they said, having been to therapy, they are also like do marriage counseling in their roles as leaders of a church yeah. and premarital counseling and all that. So we're really excited to have them with us. And without further ado, let's get started with Taking Sides. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us. The Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful maybe helpful and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to taking sides with the Dashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Okie dokie, Rich and Laura. Let's get started with our first email shall we this is a good one it'll help you get in the groove get ready to just like dish all of your advice a little context these are just all members of usually the dashley family people who watch our vlogs on youtube and facebook and instagram um i'd be curious to know if anybody is listening that that found out from just discovering the podcast that that isn't coming from facebook or youtube or instagram that would be really interesting to know yeah whenever we meet anyone who knows who we are we're like where did you find us? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm always curious to know like yeah. what was the first video or all that. Sure, that. Yeah. But most of them just are just get to know us from the vlogs and stuff. And they send in um, marriage or relationship questions. So here's our first one. And they've asked that we don't use their name. So we'll just get started. She says, or he says, are you going to, are you going to make up a name? <laughs> I did. I tried that at the beginning and then it just got too confusing and I forgot <laughs> their names. First and last. Yeah. Okay. All right. She says, Hi. Please don't use my name. A lot of my friends listen to you guys. <laughs> That's oh. awesome. Cool. Yeah, I like when friend groups listen to us. Okay, so she says, what is the best way to stop an argument from blowing up? My significant other and I have a huge problem with small fights over something like the laundry blowing up into end of the world issues. Man, I don't relate yes. to that at all. Uh, why we went to therapy <laughs> last week. <laughs> I am inspired by your ability to talk about real relationship issues to bright light that not everything is sunshine and rainbows. Keep doing what you are doing. Thank you. I mean, like, first of all, I just like to put out there, like, I can't even say how many episodes we've deleted because they've resulted in terrible fights. <laughs> <laughs> so don't think like we're the perfect standard to follow. No, I think every couple like learn. This is a skill. I mean, what Ashley and I are learning in our, um, in like we our, learned all two times we've this. been to therapy so far. This is a skill and there are real tactics. And I'd be curious to just start, send it over to you guys first. Like how do you keep little arguments from escalating into as, as she says, end of the world issues? Yeah. 
What do you think? You go first. I I had to learn. Um, different personalities are going to play into this a lot too. So people who go from uh, opinion to conviction really fast in something, those fights can get way worse. And that's both of us. And actually in our marriage, that's actually <laughs> that's what it is for us. us. So, so yeah. we, we get the idea of it. So yeah. they're blowing up quickly. Um, I feel like, especially over time in marriage, you start to realize, I think that our whole marriage will be filled with more joy if there's, if I don't make this molehill into a mountain. And so, begin finding what are the things that are worthy of having the big blowups over. Sometimes that might have to happen. And other times where you say, this one really is not going to help. Um, well, early yeah. on, I remember it was harder. The longer you're married, the more you get to know each other. Right. And it's easier to do that. But in the very beginning, it was really hard for me. I was the one who went from zero to 60 in 1.2 seconds and blew everything up. And he fed into it a little bit, but I was, the one. And so we had a, um, a code word. That's what we did. Oh, yeah. And oh, really? it was, oh, awesome. um, when I felt like I was about to go over to the point of no return, that's what I call it. Like yeah. when I was about to literally lose my mind, I would say flame and hot chicken. Do you remember? That's awesome. I know. And there we go. But I, we, I don't even know how we picked it, but I would be like flame and hot chicken. I love that. And, and that would be her, her like, uh, my I, cry I for help. there's no brakes on yeah. this car. It's heading towards the cliff. You better get out <laughs> of the way. You better help me. Yeah. Oh, and yeah that. So that was kind of our say, like our, okay, put the diffuser on, you know? And honestly, I think you're really good at it. I'm still working on not getting so fired up, but he has been like, just like he said, he's really patient and understanding. And he's been really good about diffusing the situation. <laughs> just letting me win an argument. When it doesn't matter, so I don't know. But flame and hot chicken was really good. It actually served us well in its season. Yeah. Huh. That's really good. It's like before mm -hmm. you you lose the emotional control and mm -hmm. this turns into an argument about who we are as people rather than argument about a specific thing. It's like just give me twenty minutes, flame and hot chicken. Yes. And where I can like cool down, not be flooded, and just make this an argument about the issue, not like attacking each other's character and who we are as human beings, basically. Yes. That's when it gets bad. Yeah. Dallin and I are trying to find like a space. I feel like there's like a moment where you can either be like, I need a break or let's not go there or I'm going to blow up and everything's going to get really angry really fast. Mm -hmm. Just like a moment where you can kind of like direct your emotion to like try and calm down or like try and hold it into like everything is about to be said. And we're trying to find that moment and like find a space in there to like take a break or to say, what's our new phrase we're supposed to say? The story I'm telling oh, myself the, the in my head The story I'm right telling now. myself in my head is. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Or the story I'm making up in my head right now is this. And then you ask, you give the other person the option to say, is that true or not? And then they say, no, actually what I meant is this. Perfect example. The other day, Ashley just oh shoot now i'm gonna forget it it was like you said some little thing and i interpreted it the wrong way thinking that you were like all mad at me or something and then i just ran with that story i was telling myself in my head rather than like what was actually going on oh, which downstairs. was no big deal when i said didn't we agree on this oh yeah that i one? felt like you were i felt like you were chastising me and like coming down on me like a kindergarten teacher when in actuality, I was really just, just confused. To, I was like, like, wait, didn't we agree on this? Talk to me about something. And I don't know, maybe I was disciplined as a child by somebody saying, 
I thought we just, I thought we discussed, discussed doing this or something. I don't know. But like, it's just this, there's a space between stimulus and response to use Stephen Covey words. And we're just trying to make it bigger. And right trying now, to like use that space to be like very small. There's what my, there's what my ego thinks about this. Wow. That was, that was strong. What do I actually think about this and how do I want to approach this? You know what I'm saying? We talked to a guy on our podcast, Stephen David Leonard. We talked to him on our podcast last week and he said, that was the one thing that's helped him and his wife was he would say the story I'm telling myself in my head right now is that you're really mad at me and that I've ticked you off and that you think I'm a loser or something like that. And she'd be like, no, that's not what I'm thinking at all. Like I just had like a really stressful phone call and I and just feel really anxious rolling over into this a little bit. I'm sorry. And I never meant for you to feel that way. And he'd be like, Oh, like two weeks ago before I learned how to say this, we would have been in a terrible fight. And now it's just like nothing. Yeah. So we're trying to do that. I think like most big in internal problems we have, you're going to win or lose that battle in the first two seconds. Like the battle to yourself. Like if mm-hmm. I'm going to turn this, she left the laundry basket where I don't like it into a big thing. You can, I mean, you can go crazy quickly if you're not careful. And I mean, remember the uh, ice cube trays. I remember the right? ice cube. Trays. I hate yeah. ice cube trays. Like, <laughs> like it could be so easy. Oh my goodness. Why will she not just refill these when she uses them? What is the matter with her? Why does she, it is. And then, then here's the, here's the line. It is so simple to refill ice cube trays. And then I have to realize like, well, maybe I should just do it then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. If, if it's really not that big of a deal. Maybe just do it, and that's something we deal with. We have an ice maker now. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> Maybe that's there what we do. Different, there different we methods go. to succeed, I guess. And there's so many. We get a lot of people writing in about um, the my partner. It usually happens to be the husband who isn't as clean as the wife would like it to be, and the husband thinks it's no big deal. It'll be done later. Whatever. I'll pick it up when I get around to it. And the wife wants it done now. And I'd just be curious to know because we get a lot of submissions about that same thing. I'd be curious to know. Like your guys' take on that. If you experienced that in your marriage, how you got around that, if you counsel other people around that same thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Who's cleaner? Definitely me. <laughs> really? Yeah? yeah. Definitely. And I remember when we went, we went shopping for, okay. uh, for uh, the, our bridal story. registry, okay. you know, uh-huh. like before the wedding. Right. Not the and registry. We like went it? to stock up at Costco or no, something no, no. for cleaning supplies. No, before that. This is the bed. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Okay. And we're going yeah. to like scan all the items at like Bed Bath & Beyond to put on our registry. And I was like, oh, I kind of like that comforter better than that one. She didn't care which of the two. She says, why? And I go, well, that one has lines. So it's easier when you're making the bed to tell which direction it's going. And she looked at me like, make the bed. <laughs> She's, I've never made the bed in my life. And I was like, I was a Marine, you know? And I was are you kidding? You, you don't get up and make the bed the first 10 seconds? I thought you were talking about the toilet bowl cleaner one. She didn't even know that you have to buy a toilet bowl cleaner. <laughs> we had a cleaning person when I was growing up. We lived lady. in, so. I was one of I seven. Never. My dad was a cop. I cleaned everything. Yeah. With, with the other, with I was like, why kids. do we need toilet bowl cleaner? So no, he's definitely cleaner than me, but now I feel like it's gotten a little, it's even yeah, it's itself even out, out a little time. bit. But yeah. Cause I me, made that important to me because it was important to him. You know, I think so. that's, there's the key right there. Yeah. My worldview plays a lot into this. And usually the people in counseling through have the same Christian worldview background. And so I've had to help myself realize her leaving the drawer. Oh my gosh. This is, open. I'm the worst at this drawers, cabinets, everything's always open. Always open. Yeah. That's not a sin. It's not like, it's not like the 11th commandment. Thou shalt not make a mess in the room. Yeah. And so for me, I had to go, this is an amoral issue. And there are way bigger things that are much, much more significant that maybe over time I should probably try to be helping with her, her with like she needs to help me with, with all my faults. Um, my goodness. Uh, 
Jesus might have left the floor dirty. You know what I mean? Like he might have not filled up the ice cube. Well, he told that. Did he tell that to Mary or Martha? He was like, "Yeah, leave leave the food. It's okay. She's she's got the better things. Sitting here listening to me." He says to Martha. Yeah. I, used, yeah. I used to say that to my mom sometimes. <laughs> well, <laughs> biblical. biblical yeah. There we go. She didn't care. So man, so so I guess your advice boiled down would be to stop stressing so much about it. Yeah, but that's not going to happen in the moment. You have to decide that before. That's 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 probably principally when someone's in the going crazy moments. Flaming hot chicken could be a tool that serves, right? But wait, I think are we talking about flaming hot chicken? Or are we talking about cleaning things up? I'm just saying like whatever, whatever was the thing that made it a, that made it a problem. Yeah. Well, and also we kind of assigned roles too. That helped. Like, oh, tell us about your roles. Like, who's going to make the bed? The first, the last person to get out of the bed always has to make it, and it's always him. always me because she <laughs> gets, get she will be really no matter what. That's a good rule. Whatever you know? rule works. If that for you. was the rule, I would get out of bed every day before. <laughs> like that's what we do at the shower. Like whoever takes the shower, like the second shower, has to squeegee it. So I'm oh, yeah. always like, is that a rule? I don't know. I just squeegee every <laughs> time. <laughs> Never thought of it. If I, guess I know I'm you're showering second. right after me, I won't squeegee it. Yeah. Because <laughs> why? Yeah, man. So, okay. So um, not making a big deal out of it, but also coming up with roles and processes. So it's yeah. not always like, why isn't this person doing what I am hoping that they would do in my head? You know? Right. Your spouse can't read their... Your spouse cannot read your mind. Yeah. So like I loathe cleaning the floors. I don't mind vacuuming, but like the, you know, like the hardwood floors. Yeah, I it's hate the worst. it. So especially because I've been pregnant for the better half of eight years. Yeah. I'm like, can you please just clean the floors? He wouldn't know that I needed that unless I asked for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's a good man. So he cleans the floors, you know? So, and I do the laundry. I mean, I don't think you've done laundry in the last 12 years because I like to do the laundry. So it doesn't bother me, you know? So that's like part of just the give and take of marriage is figure out what works for you guys. I love hearing these things because yeah. it's like, it's never laid out in movies roles. <laughs> yeah. or yeah. if it is very or stereotypical, school. there should or be like there's nothing in school. Of course. I just, it's like, it's very un, it's not sexy, but it's mm-hmm. how real marriages and families and houses run. And like, I'm curious to know if there's any other like set roles that you guys have of like the cleaning kind of stuff specifically, yeah, like just house making roles. the house run basically. Um, you probably do food. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm. Mostly, you, I, he always. actually something that's been great is he started cooking Sunday night dinner to give me a Sabbath from cooking. You that's know, cool. like because I do cook all the time. Like um. So, but yeah, I mean, the other six days I'm the cook. Um. I always garbage. do the outside cleaning, garbage stuff like. He that. does the I nasty guess. stuff I don't want to do. That's a. <laughs> I guess that's gross. an unspoken the rule. The stuff I'm not strong enough to do. <laughs> I, I basically do every di- if if there's a diaper when I'm home, I basically take care of the diaper. When you're home, yeah. Yeah, because she's doing it all the time and I'm not. So when I'm there, I'm just, all, every poopy diaper I expect will be my responsibility. So cool. Yeah. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes she'll do some, but. Well, and like just knowing that to make something. that, like, it be, I guess I homeschool the kids. So, right. you know, um, if I have a hundred energy units in a day, by the time he gets home from work, probably like 90 of them are used up. I'm tired. And uh. so something that one of the ways we've divided like the kids is then he does bath time with the little kids, you know? So like, um, I get a break from that. Um, he's the one who's hands on, you know, with all those squirmy little ones who can't shower themselves yet or whatever. So uh-huh. he has taken that off my plate to give me that, um, space at the end of the night. Um, Cause he hasn't been with them all day and I have, you know, so. how, what are your hours usually out of the house? Richard? I'm usually gone between six thirty and seven in the morning. Whew. And then I'm back 
Five on the money. I, I, I really five on one. I'm like, where are you? Yeah, she's, yeah. she's just just talking to me at four forty five. Just want to make sure you're within fifteen minutes of a drive. Yeah. No. Do you have the find my friends? I was going to oh, say yes. find my friends has freed many of those texts. If I ever wanted to just mess yeah. with her, I'll just turn my location services off for an hour. Oh, an hour I'm like, text. where are you? What? What's going on? <laughs> That's so, so funny. Someone's always looking out for me. I figure. That's just. I love hearing these things because I hear so many like echoes in our own relationship. Like Ashley wanted me to get home from work. Where are you? Like, well, like a marriage oh, yeah. can be isolating where you're yeah. like, no one else has these problems because you don't see anyone's problems. You just see like their really cute decorated house and right. like their thriving careers. And you're just like, wow, like they're perfect. Like you yeah. don't nope. see yeah. the crap because no one posts the yeah, crap. No one does. Yeah. That's, that's not, no, that doesn't make the, they don't have a filter for that. You know, mm-hmm. that's the stuff everyone hides. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we do one more? You guys, I know that we're on a little bit of a time crunch. Uh, maybe we can squeeze in two more. Huh? Okay. Cool. All right. Sweet. This one is the subject line is never go to bed angry question mark. All right. Here we go. She says, hi, Dashleys. I recently got married and leading up to the wedding, I felt like every person I came in contact with felt they needed to give me marriage advice, <laughs> which I always gladly accepted. 97% of them said the best tip for marriage is never go to bed angry. My husband and I don't fight argue very often, but when it gets really heated, we almost always go our separate ways for the night and sleep in a different room to calm down and think about how we want to handle the situation. And the morning apologies are always made after we have had time to rationally think things over on our own. This has helped us so much and kept us from making a bad situation worse when it comes to any disagreement we may be having. So my question is, what is your take on going to bed angry? Do you take my side or apparently is the rest of, or apparently the rest of the world? LOL. I think it depends who you are. Like I'm a processor and I take like a long time, which Dallin hates. Like when we fight, you're ready to make up like the second after like the last word is said whether or not I'm actually ready to you just like want it to be over like you like to finish the process I think your or, space gives me time to think through things but too. like I need but more, I do want to just get it over I with. need way more space than you need so you're always the one who comes back and is like like let's talk about this and a lot of times it's before I'm like like I don't have any of the angry feelings I still have them there and I have to keep myself from letting that make me even more mad right so I go to bed angry sometimes I don't think we've ever like split rooms or anything. Maybe. I don't know. For like a few hours and then I'll come join you after you're already asleep or something. Yeah. But <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like I need, it takes me a long time to not feel like sad or mad or hurt where I'm ready to like talk without crying, which is my goal. Like I don't want to just cry to you. So I try and like compose myself and sometimes mm-hmm. it takes like a day or two. Yeah. So I'd say it's a personality thing. What do you guys think? Is that a set rule that you guys have or is that uh well, I agree principally because this is Ephesians four. This is literally a verse in the Bible. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And so it's stated like that, but in the reality of how does that play out in the moment? Does that mean that all reconciliation must happen prior to going to sleep? I don't think so. I think that is sun metaphor. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I, I mean, we have probably a lot to say about this quite honestly, because, um, you always get in a fight. At 10 p.m. when you're on yeah, the way you, to you bed. No energy oh, that's when you're grouchy. Yes. Yeah, that's when you're the easiest to, to frustrate, right? Yeah. And when all the kids are asleep and you have like five minutes to talk. Yeah. Yeah, right? And so I honestly, I think it's ideal to go to bed not angry. But but what what has to happen is you're not going to have the time when it's midnight. This has happened lots of times in our marriage where it's 11, 12 o'clock and we are done we're dead tired we know we got a few hours left before we're gonna have to wake up and the sun comes up and that's the worst start feeling. again like, 
there's only four hours left. And you yes. haven't reconciled oh. yet. So what do you do? Start like, panicking. do you just pull an all nighter and it's going to get worse because you have less and less energy. Right. You have less and you're all of your, uh, your good intuitions are spent. You use those early in the day. Right. So you've got nothing left. I think for, for me, what I try to do is genuinely get to a place where I can just, I'm not angry anymore. I'm upset about that thing. We'll have to pick that back up tomorrow, but I can actually just go to sleep and different personalities can do that. Others can't. Yeah, Laura cannot do that. Am I right? He gets a few kicks if he falls asleep. Oh my goodness. So I'll, I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> how are you okay. sleeping? That's not She's, fair. How are, are you, how are you sleeping so upset? I'm like, I'm not sleeping upset. I, I was able to turn off the upset for right now. And so I don't think it's realistic to think that full reconciliation comes before midnight every night. It's not like Cinderella life. Right. But, um, but I think, think that a partner who knows, like I get upset then because I know that he knows I can't sleep. So I think if there is someone whose personality is more quick to like, you know, it sounds like, like turn the page. Kind yes. Of. So yeah. That's a great way to say it. Um, I think that they could help their spouse by, you know, I don't know, extending an olive branch, doing something kind, like, hey, I know we're still in a fight, but I would caution against sleeping in separate rooms. That's just me personally. Mm -hmm. Like, even when I've thrown his pillow out in the hallway and been like, get out of here, I That's can't sleep. Signal. That's the signal. Yeah. I'm so mad at you. Um, he always comes back in, you know what I mean? Um, so I would caution against that just because you are, you are one, you are a unit and you don't want to separate that even if you're angry, you know, that would be my, that's my gut feeling to that part of this question. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that if he extends that, like, Hey, can I rub your back? Which is hard to do when you're mad or like, Hey, can I do something to help you fall asleep? Even though we're both mad and this isn't over, like, let me help you fall asleep. And, you know, usually you have to really try because I'm so mad. Like, you know, yeah. when somebody's in that so mad place, they're not going to be like, okay, fine. Just rub my back. You're yeah. going to have to persist a little bit. But if there is like the spouse who's better at that, it, it helps somebody like me when somebody like my husband does that for me. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, Cause everybody needs sleep. Otherwise tomorrow the conversation is not going to go well oh, it's either. It's going to go worse. It's, it's going to go compound. worse. Yeah. Yeah. So Man, I love this is so good. We need to have you guys on this podcast again. Well, like that's what I love about. I mean, like I don't love it in the moment, but I love that I can depend on you to like take the first step. Well, I'm glad you appreciate me. that. I do. I guess I just and need I feel to bad, gauge like, when the I right just time is to do that. I just don't feel capable of doing it. Like yeah. it's like I'm stuck in a place. Well, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to it's do. It's a that. vulnerable place, but I will take the initiative. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you for that question. And I feel like that was some really good advice. I'm learning things. And this is, makes me want to have more guests, including you guys. <laughs> back again. This is so fun. Also, I'm not, it's not all the advice and, and, and advice things don't have to come from just us. Well, it's better if they don't. Yeah. Quite honestly, is. for everyone listening. Well, but your, your listeners love you. So they care a lot about what you say. <laughs> yeah. So that's important yeah. too. They want to hear from you. That's why they wrote to you. Right. So. Yeah. It's a pretty awesome community. We love them too. Okay. Should this be the last one? Yes. Hey, Dallin and Ashley. And I'll just include Rich and Laura. <laughs> I've been dating my boyfriend for almost two years now, and we recently moved in together. I'm the type of person who likes my space and needs some me time. Just some time to recoup and collect myself. My boyfriend is more of the clingy type, which isn't a bad thing, but sometimes I get annoyed of how much he bugs me. 
What can I do or say for him to let me have my me time without hurting his feelings? Help! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I just resonate so hard with the clingy ones because I'm a clingy one. Yeah, and I'm the one that needs space. And I just, and I'm struggled. We're the same. I've struggled to communicate how me needing space doesn't mean I don't want to be with you. And I'm like, how could you want to... Don't you love me? Like, yeah. how could you love me so much and then not want me to come with you? You guys say you're the same way. I'm excited oh, to hear what you That dynamic definitely this. exists with us. Yeah. I'm the clinging one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever, would you say that you enjoy your personal space sometimes? Or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How does sure. that play out? Yeah. Well, it's definitely personality is a huge. Part oh yeah. This right? is just, so like, this is personality. This is amoral. Just, you know, we, we each have these kind of things. He's going to have to become resilient to, um, her being able to say, I, I, I need some space without taking it too hard. And that's, she, she's got to, she's got to work out for him saying it. it. She's the one approaching him on it. Um, I don't know. What would you help, help somebody like this? I, I have a lot of questions I'd want to probe to ask. Yeah. Like, and like, that's, that's exactly? the hard thing, thing about hard. this yeah. because yeah. But we if, only I, have if I were to insert kind of fill in gaps in my mind of what I, what you know, we've experienced either in our own marriage in the past. Um, I think that, uh, even with someone who's really clinging like that, to give some really solid, genuine reassurance of how much you love and care for a person. Um, and I will be able to love you better if I can get a little space for energy for me. Yeah. Um, if, you, if, you, if you can give me that time, just a little bit, I'll, I'll have more to offer later. But I, I, I kind of recharge in an introverted way alone more uh-huh. than with you. And I think, there, I think a person probably could if could find a way to communicate that I, because I love you and care about you, I want you to have the best that I have to give to you. Uh huh. And I'm starting to drain. I just need some space to fill back up and, and then we can you know, enjoy time together. Yeah. yeah. I think speaking from a clingy person's point of view, like when it was my hardest with you was when I had a new baby and you were working double full time. And I felt That's like a lot besides personality. Right. But I felt like it like if you had maybe been like, Hey Ashley, like my brothers want to go out on Wednesday. And I know that's like a night that I'm home. I'm also home Monday night. Like, let's go do something like special for you or like special for us. I think mm-hmm. if you had like said that to me, I would be like, Oh, he's not leaving to get away from me. He's like leaving to do something more. Like he's not escaping from me. And I think that's like where my mind went. Yeah. I think that is super reasonable too. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, if all relationships to work, you have to come towards each other a little bit. The person who's a little more on the clingy side probably needs to be be willing to let that person get a little more space. And the person who wants a little more space has to be willing to to close in the gap a little bit more too. So both are doing that, but that's an awesome way. Yeah, like just to let me know, like it's hard for me to be away from you too instead of like, this is a party. Like I'm going to have so much fun not bringing you. To be like, right. like it's going to be hard for me too to be away from you. Like, so let's do something really special. Yeah. 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 So very intentional wording around that and investing in the relationship and making it known that love is there and you're uh-huh. still the number one. We try to plan ahead too, which is helpful for that. So I try to never drop last minute things on her unless it, I absolutely have to. Right. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Well, and I'm. I'm different. Like I need, I'm an introvert. I'm totally an introvert. So I need silence. I need some alone time, but I also never want him to leave me, but it's only (laughs) him. Yes, It's only him. Other people get away. I only want him, you know? So it's a unique thing. 
in that like in the morning, I love you, but don't talk to me because all the kids are sleeping and it's silent and I, I need that <laughs> right now, you know, but then like at night times, if he tells me he has to go somewhere at night, I'm like, oh, no, like you can't leave me here on this island by myself. Like, you know, so again, yeah, like it is, it's give and take. So he does do that. Like he'll tell me, he just you know, like sends me a schedule. These are the things that I need to do at nights. Are these okay with you? Not like I'm getting away from you. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. like you said, if you ever was like, I've never felt like you just wanted to be away from me. That's good. That's good. It's so, it's so fun to hear other couples insights on this and your knowledge about like personality types and your experience around that. And it like gives me more comfort in, in who Plus, we like, are too. I've never said that understand to you. Myself. I never like vocalized like, Oh, if you were to say this to me, it that would feel also so would different. have been very helpful. Mm-hmm. This is why we podcast. It's personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really. It's good talk time. Man, okay. Well, this is a little shorter. Uh, I, Rich and Laura are on a schedule and they are, their time is up. So thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of Taking Sides. And it was a real pleasure to have you with us. Thanks for it's having us. It's great being here. Thanks. Cool. Uh, you guys join us for the next episode. We're going to try to have them back every single episode from here on out. So no. <laughs> wait, don't. I mean, I would love it, but you guys are like, wait, what? I know, just kidding. Hey, just check kidding. out Laura's blog, Joy Food Sunshine. She has the number one cookies in the world on it the number one breakfast bars in the world yeah it's joyfoodsunshine.com go check it out amazing recipes we've made a few of them and we have yet to make the famous chocolate chip cookie recipes and it was but i we need to we've eaten our house it was like the best food ever so go check it out and if you're in utah go to rich's church what's it called <laughs> uh the mission church the mission church yeah. are there more than one mission church nope. here it's only the only mission church. because so. i've seen stickers <laughs> so oh, yeah. it's uh yeah we've got cool. have we seen stickers yeah Cool. Do you or pass at least it I have on doors sometimes? Oh no, no. People oh. just take them oh. in the back. You know, oh okay. Put them on their the van. Right? Put them on the car. Or That's so. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Man, awesome. Okay, thank you guys, and have a good rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Taking Sides with the, da- the Taking Sides the Marriage Podcast with the Dashleys <laughs> so and Rich and Laura from time to time. So many phrases. That'll be the full title. Hundred characters. Okay, see you guys. <laughs>